Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. We saw the Prime Minister's wife, and I'm like, hi. She's like, hi. And then continued on. <laughs> she was creeped out by you. Mm-hmm. Hi. And then in the back. Hi. 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 I've been talking about this for weeks. It has changed my life. Maybe he had never had a pillow. He slept in a ditch before. So he's like, wow. Any pillow would be great. Pillow? It has changed my life. Would you rather, Dan, watch your parents have sex every single night or join them once to have a son? You're so Stupid. Hi, Dan. Just like so <laughs> stupid. Good time every time. Come to Athabasca. You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast, presented by Coors Light. It has changed my life. Ah, uh, dance. Oh yeah, gonna do some dancing. Beep. Hi. Hi. It's the Jay and Dan podcast. I'm Dan. I gotta turn up my headphones. Yeah. There we go. I got it. You can crank mine up, too. Oh, yeah, that's my Cracked an ice-cold Coors Light for Canadian Thanksgiving on Sunday. It went great with the turkey. Just one? Just one. I'll have one cold Coors Light, please. Would you like another? Not another more. I've got to get behind the wheel. I didn't actually, because I was was at home. Just by yourself? No, the kids Frozen? and my sister and my niece. We had a big game of road hockey. Had the turkey. Had the stuffing. Had the mashed potatoes. How'd you cook the turkey in the oven? Why not? Eh? We did it on the barbecue this year, and I gotta say, it was f- great. Yeah, we it turned out amazing on the barbecue. So, did you do indirect heat? Yeah, yeah, well, and it's the way to do it. Super juicy. Yeah, super juicy. It was like. <laughs> Two hours of just hot cooking. We had a uh, we had a you and I each taste. had a a piece of a deep fried turkey on Saturday. Saturday, Saturday. Uh, At the Argos tailgate. This is exciting. You and I were honored. It was Jay and Dan Day. At the Argos Rough Riders game at BMO Field. Yeah, let's start with the tailgate. First of all, a pretty goddamn good time. Pretty good tailgate. And you yeah. know what? The, the beers reasonably... Pr- I know you're supposed to bring your own beers, but you aren't allowed to. Some people... Yeah. Anyway, $4, four dollar bucks, beers. $4, four dollar beers. beers. Everyone can pull that off. And then, uh, yeah, we, we met a ton of great people. And everyone was having fun. Love family. It has changed there. my life. It did kind of <laughs> change my life. It changed my perspective of going to an Argos game. I wish more people would go. Because... Man, uh, to see the families, uh, generations of Argos fans coming together, hanging out, cooking great food. And then, as you said, Dan, we saw one young guy. Uh, he, Yeah, he was deep frying a turkey out there, and it was good, man. Yeah. The well, skin was tasty. Um, and then uh, finally got, a, got into BMO. It also helped that it was 30 degrees in October. That also helped our experience. Well, that's it. I mean, I, I guess that was what was so dismaying about the attendance is that the weather could not have been better. The Rough Riders were in town, so I thought we'd even have more Rider fans. There, there were not a lot of people there. It was uh, no. That's yeah. a struggle. They're having a struggle. There. Yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate. Uh, we're going to talk to uh, one guy we saw there, Matthew Shooter Shinetti, uh, CFL. Sideline reporter extraordinaire and uh, wears a mean pair of Chuck Taylors yep. with his suits. He's going to join us. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit. How, how, could we turn it around? Could we change uh, the Argos attendance woes in Toronto? Is because there a they, way to do it? They ha- they have it figured out in Ottawa. It's an event in Ottawa, a Red Blacks game. 
It so is. How, do, how do you do that in Toronto? I don't know. I mean, the tickets are reasonably priced. I think it's like a price thing. They got, they've got to advertise more that for a very reasonably priced afternoon or evening, you can take the whole family out, you can get the whole family concession food, and the kids can have a good time, and it's a few hours. You kill a few hours with the family, and it's a good, fun thing to do. It's easy to get down there. You can take the GO train down there. Um, Come on, it'll be fun. I don't know, man. <laughs> I just wish more people would go, because it's a good time. You know, you don't have to be like a hardcore fan or anything, but it's, it's, I love the stadium, too, man. It's beautiful for football. They did a great job. Converting it somewhat for, for the, the Argos. Argos. They they were our hosts and they made a big mistake. Oh, what did they do, Dan? Well, you were there. You came up, so they gave us a box, and then the, all the guys on our crew a were luxury there. box. And then, and then about uh, an hour left in the or about uh, the camera fourth quarter, we turn around. It's just me and my buddies in there. Yeah, all by our lonesomes. So you guys just crushed all the remaining drinks. Well, we asked the. the the lady uh, servicing the box. Yeah, she serviced that box. I said, so what's the deal? She says, if they're open, you got to drink them. So my buddy's just cracked open. Crashing more and more and more. <laughs> so she was, uh, that lady in the box, she was cool. She seemed like she was like Mitsu, if Mitsu was now working in a luxury box. Yes, so she Mo used Field. to work at a club that used to be called Music in yeah. Toronto. Yeah, Music. And you know, it's still called that, isn't it? No, it's like an event hall now. It's not oh. a bar anymore. Oh. And she said, yeah, is there uh, whenever someone got shot? Yeah, I thought that's where the Maxim party was. Yeah. Right, it but was it's just not called a... Music anymore. No. Because there was some shots. May... So, someone said there were seven layers of security to get through Music. I'm like... Don't you really need one? Just cavity searches? <laughs> well, I don't know about seven layers, but there was a lot of people seven saying hi. Seven layers of searches. If uh, someone uh, says hi, that's not a security level. So it's like, first it's a cavity search, then it's like, oh, sorry about that cavity search, that's two. Then it's <laughs> then it's a, a, a pat down, and then it's like, oh, sorry, I got your, cupped your balls there, that's four. That's I four. get you up to four. And then there's like, can you bend over? I missed that part of the cavity search. That's five. Come on, it'll be fun. Sorry for bending you over. That's six. And finally, seven is enjoy uh, your time. That's when they say hi. That's hi. right. Exactly. Yeah. So hi. <laughs> Makes perfect sense then. Did, so how was the Maxim party? First of all, we were surprised. Maxim still around? Again, I didn't see any. Oh no, there was a, like a, one of those photo wall things. Oh, it said Maxim. The girls aren't here, but look at these pictures. <laughs> no, it was just their sign, the Maxim <laughs> sign, and you oh, take I a see. picture in front and you pretend that you're like on the red carpet or something. Oh man, that sounds fun. Yeah. We were there for under one hour. Oh man, I'm sure it was fun. It's just as I said to the uh, the people that brought us there. I said, I'm 42. I'm I'm the oldest human in here. Can I please leave? And they said, Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're getting up there. You can't club it anymore. No. Or can you? So we went and had a nice sit-down dinner. <laughs> nice meal. And then you got yeah. kicked out of the restaurant. Nah, someone did, but it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, one of your uh, your favorites, pizza libretto. I sent another couple there uh, for Sunday. Turns out they were closed. They sent me a picture. It's closed. I'm like, I don't, I'm not in charge of the hours. Call ahead. But yeah, I guess, yeah, no one's having pizza on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I guess not. But uh, it's a great spot if you're ever in Toronto. It's uh, The prices are right, the wine list is reasonable, and the women are loose. Not really. That's not That last part was wrong. I shouldn't have said that. I love Thanksgiving. Oh, me too. Because you eat, you don't have to buy any presents. Okay. 
That's about it. <laughs> you should have brought some of those uh, opened beer cans from the luxury box. <laughs> By the way, we were in the, uh, I guess we could just say it, the Rogers box for some reason. Like we were in the Rogers box there. They're like, okay, why don't you guys go into this one? I don't know. And I don't know I why like, we were in there. Why are, why are we in here? This is weird. This is awkward for everybody. It's like us talking about it. It's awkward for everyone. I, I'm not like. I'm, I don't feel awkward, but I don't. What if we had defecated in the Rogers box? Though? There was no restroom, so that would have been strange. Yeah, yeah. So all of a sudden, Tulsi, ha- like midway through the fourth quarter, gets up on the, there's like a little bar area, a little table. Everyone's like, Tulsi, what are you doing? You're going to jump off that? He's like, nope. Pulls, drops, trowel. <laughs> Craps are right in the middle of the Rogers box. That would have been a statement. Yeah, right there. And hey. then we take a picture of you doing it. Hey, speaking next of next time, uh, next game. We'll speaking of dropping a deuce, we also made it into the broadcast booth. It was fun uh, with we, Rod Black and Dwayne Ford. A couple of great guys. It seems like they have so much fun. Like they're just like thick as thieves on the road, drinking red wine at the keg, partying, hitting Cowboys Casino in Calgary, going to the Yarden Flagon. It's oh no, that's Saskatoon. Going to O'Hanlon's and the Gine. Just having a great time on the road. We had a great time chatting with them. Yeah, we got to do some play-by-play. Yeah, that was cool, eh, for you? Aspiring play-by-play guy? <laughs> CFL uh, calling you, Toolsy. Always looking for good play-by-play people. I don't think so. Why not? Why don't you uh, throw your name in the ring there? Throw your hat in the ring or the name in the hat, whatever the expression is. <laughs> what did, where did that term come from? Is that where, like, when they were picking teams, you threw your hat in the ring instead of your stick in the middle? Yeah, I don't know. Or, Maybe that's how they used to... Throw your elections. hat in the ring. Yeah, exactly. That's how you won elections. Whoever got yep. their hat to land inside a small ring was the prime minister. And that's how John A. McDonald became the leader <laughs> of our country. Because he was accurate with his hat throwing. The Jandan podcast is where you come for Canadian knowledge. Okay, here we go. The ring, Christoph to the rescue. The ring in question here is a boxing ring. These, of course, used to be circular spaces rather than square. And he jacked the lad who fancied his chances and about would throw in his hat. Presumably, this is a more reliable way of putting oneself forward than just shouting over the hubbub of the crowd. Oh, I want to fight! I'll fight, and here's my hat! <laughs> oh, didn't land in the ring. Hold on, let me go grab that. Let me collect that, and now here we go. Oh, I missed it again. So if this actually happened, I wonder if there's some guys where they're like, Hey, uh, Jim, notice your hat never lands in the ring. Yeah. I guess that's it. They call him out. Yeah, that's funny. That's, a, that's the trash talking. Yeah, so we had fun with uh, Rod and Dwayne. Yeah, and uh, some. I think most people liked our appearance in the booth. Um, you know, a couple of naysayers. It has changed my life. A couple of people thought maybe we shouldn't have been in there. Um, but I will say, you know, there are a few people who are calling for us to call an entire game. And I like that Can idea. we expand Why not, people eh? that didn't think we should be in there? Oh, like I got some tweets. Like, oh, hardcore fans. Oh, yeah, like just... Because we ruined the game. Thanks probably. for ruining ten minutes of that game for me. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. All right, I get it. I get it's it. A it's a CFL cool. game in October. Come no, on. I mean, that's it's this is important time. People are fighting for playoff spots, or teams are. Um, I understand it. Listen, we can take criticism. We're we're not always like every time someone criticizes us, we're not always like, "Oh, f- you." <laughs> I think that. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And a lot of times I'll write a tweet and then I'll erase it, then write it again, then erase it. Then you'll show, then you'll send it to my wife and say, can I send this? And my wife will send you an email back. No, uh, do not send that under any circumstances. And then you'll put your phone down. And then I'll go to bed. Hey, uh, also Saturday night, this is big. I just showed you a band that we saw playing. Mm-hmm. On my phone, mm-hmm. and you know how I like horn sections. Mm-hmm. Actually, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, uh, well, Bobby D, our old audio guy, always made fun of me because whenever a song had horns, it yeah, locked you, me were in. In, you were into it. These guys are going to be playing the O'Toole housewarming party. They'll be coming to my home and playing their instruments. Are Are we going to hear them? Or? Dan O'Toole, Silent Assassin. No, I just I just found the guys. Uh, oh, okay. What are uh, they called? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I thought when you said that, you'd like arrange for Christoph to play like some of no, the tunes. No, no, no. Oh. It was just a big development because I'd, I'd never thought of having a band come and play at the house, but now we have one. And uh, I'm a big fan of this band. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the E Street Band. <laughs> Silence. Sorry, I. But I what, can play what it off. They, Do you remember what they were called? No, no idea. Old man toolsy. <laughs> Good audio quality. A little Rolling Stones there. The party's gonna be hopping. When's this, uh, now here's a question, when's the housewarming party? Good question, I don't know, I'm not good with planning dates. Uh, uh, I, I said, can you guys like, uh, come on like a day's notice? He's like, yeah, sure. And secondly, um, I feel like you should open it up to the podcast listeners. You win spots <laughs> at Toolsy's housewarming party in Clarington, Ontario. Why not, eh? That sounds pretty good. We could have everybody there, the why not lady. Um, Come on, it'll be fun. That guy. No, we don't Who want him at all. It has changed my life. We can have haze. We can have purple haze. Where is the banana? Oh, oh, no. For sure, Tekken and Essa Tekken and yes. has to be there. I did. Ben no. Teller will no. be there. He will no. absolutely be there. Um. <laughs> well, if it's up your arse, you'd know. Dan himself will be there. Uh, sure, that's fine. Ah, uh, the stripper <laughs> from Quebec. Actually, oh, that sounds man. like a pretty good party. That sounds like a fun party. Come on, you got to do it. Come on, it'll be fun. Yeah, we'll think about it. Okay. Uh, so we're going to call our, our first guest now. Uh, if you're not familiar with Matthew Shinetti, um well, we weren't really either because he kind of came onto the network just as we left. Yeah. I remember. And uh, it's turned out to be a pretty good guy. Shooter. Yeah, we call him Shooter. I well, don't think anyone nickname. else does, do they? Well, I think someone in the newsroom made up that nickname for him in secret. And then at some point, someone called him that on air. And now we are calling him that on air. And we will continue to do so for a long, long time. Because he's got a bright future in this business. I think. Shooter Shinetti was the mayor of the CFL during oh, that game. Man, that he had his hands rubbing shoulders of everybody on the sidelines, including us. <laughs> Matthew Shinetti, how are you today, my friend? Boys, 
you know, I'm just like a peacock. I gotta live, I have to make sure everybody sees me. That's why I rub shoulders, clap hands, kiss babies on the sidelines. Yeah, you're like a politician, and I loved uh, your your the getup. I love the uh, the Chuck Taylors, and you uh, beautiful nod. You had the pink Chuck Taylors. Uh, it was uh, you know Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I love that you did that. Um, where did the Chuck Taylors thing start? Is it a comfort thing and a style thing? It was more of a comfort thing when I started because. Um, all right, I, I just I just love the way Chucks are. I've got huge feet anyway, so I love the uh, they always would stick out. And because I uh, I mean I don't know if you've noticed, but I kind of draw attention to myself, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I would do that anyway. And then uh, it was funny um, when I started at TSN. Uh, for those who don't know, we have a sometimes very strict outfit policy. We do. And when I wore my uh, Chucks for the first time, a prominent NHL executive at a Toronto Maple Leafs game, who I will not name. Uh, I was wearing a red tie with red chucks for the first time when I was covering the Leafs. And this executive stared at my tie and then down in my shoes and gave me... Uh, the once-over. The once-over. And uh, had, a, had a pretty uh, epic scowl on his face. And I said to myself, you know what? Um, I'm just going to go all out with this now. Because yeah. I kind of... Uh, you know, and uh, I, I love bucking trends. So I wasn't going to let... Uh, one uh, one pretty uh, one NHL executive get me down about my shoes. And that executive's name? Harold Ballard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Shooter, we were talking about the Argos and how there weren't a lot of fans there on Saturday. It seems to be a, an ongoing problem with these guys. Why can't it be like Ottawa where the CFL is an event now? Uh, there's just, I don't know if you guys noticed, I don't see any, like, advertisement, advertising for VR goes anywhere. No, and, right. And I would, like, just put a, put a player's face on it. I know, I know Ricky Ray doesn't ever smile, but, I mean, <laughs> somebody's face somewhere. And I'm not going to fault anybody in particular, but it's just, it's heartbreaking. Because, I, listen, I know people look at the CFL and they see it in a particular light. And the fact is, you know, it's entertaining. We've seen CFL games. I mean, even the one, you know, on Thanksgiving Monday here in, in Canada with between the Edmonton Eskimos and the Montreal Alouettes was was pretty entertaining, if, if nothing else, for the offense and the turnovers. And people can have a good time. We've seen that at CFL games. I just, when it's something that's unknown in a city the size of Toronto, which is like a Chicago or a New York, when there's a lot to do and a lot of money to spend, I mean, if people don't know that you're at least some kind of game in town, they're not going to care. And I just haven't seen that with the Argos. I mean, I, I hope to see it maybe because obviously we have at Bell Media have an investment, and I think I'm obligated to say that. But the fact is, if you don't know what's going on, are you even going to care? Well, it's a, it's a good point. I guess from my perspective, the thing that kind of baffled me was that it was such a reasonable way to spend a few hours with the kids. Like, I'd love to, to market it that way, Matthew. You know, like, just to say, listen, bottom line, we're the best bang for your buck entertainment in the city, period. And you can bring the kids, they can hang out, have a good time. It was a beautiful day. The tailgate was fun. Like, that was really, really fun. I mean, it's it's like it's like you said, it's like, it's not being marketed properly. People don't know about it. Yeah, and the fact is, Jay, when you look at it, and this is not a shot at any of the Argos fans, but right now they're in the 65 and over, over crowd. And, you know, I live in Liberty Village just across the way. Oh, yeah. Sure they do. <laughs> don't know about the Argos and or care. And, 
they were playing lower league rugby league, the Toronto Wolfpack, which is just kind of a, a team that, uh, you know, they, it, it's kind of a gimmick. They, they play in a lower league in, in, of rugby and they've come over here and, but they turned it into an event for young people. Yeah. I and mean, it hasn't been turned into an event for young people. And, you know, sometimes you're on the sidelines looking around going, like, if they could just, like, lower the age maybe just a bit in here. I mean, God, and I, and, and Argos fans are fantastic. And it's, it's, it's sometimes the CFO game can have a college atmosphere to it. But right now it's just, it's just dead in there. And, and, you know, we've seen some kind of excitement, but, if you're not going to go ahead again, getting back to my point, I don't mean to be a broken record on this. If you're not going to make some kind of effort in pushing players or really pushing the product, the fact is, is like the you're going to get to a point where if your fans are in the 65 and over range now, they're going to get the close to the dead range in 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 a number of years. And like you said perfectly, Jay, it's the best bang for your buck in the city. And you want to see young kids, you want to see families out there, and. Yeah, it's it's just not worked out for the Argos so far. So don't go with my suggestion for the Toronto Argonauts slogan, <laughs> close to the dead range. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know if you can, I don't know if that's going to fit inside of a streetcar yeah, going right. by uh, on King Street. I don't think that's going to. I'd rather but, see Ricky Ray's head. And they're also <laughs> running into the stigma problem that the CFL has in Toronto. People say, "No, I only watch NFL, man. That's yeah. all I watch. Yeah. No CFL for me." Everyone takes it. Uh, it, it always amazed me, even in our newsroom. Uh, I talk to young guys about it, and they'd be like, "Oh, I got to, I got to do the CFL highlights." I'm like, "Yeah, it's awesome. Why wouldn't you want to do that?" Well, you know, I'm an NFL guy. It's like, well, why can't you be both? Why can't you know? <laughs> you know, it's like, so funny. I travel to the states all the time. I do, I cover the NFL playoffs, and you know, I, you're not going to toot my own horn, but when I get if someone from ESPN recognizes me because they do play CFL games at ESPN too, they rave about the CFL. They rave about it not simply because, yeah, Americans just love football, period, but because they love just the the uniqueness of it. The wide field, the less down, the, the waggle, the running, the receivers running towards the sidelines. I mean, there's things to love about the CFL. I mean, if you're going to compare it to the NFL, it's not the NFL because the NFL is, is its own spectacle. It's its own circus. It's its own sideshow, whatever. The CFL, talking about Ottawa in particular, if you look from community to community, if you go to Edmonton, if you go to Saskatchewan, you go to Winnipeg, it's a college atmosphere. I mean, if you sell it like that, if you appreciate it for what it is, it's good football. Like it's not, and, and this is not me defending it. Like, you know, the the CFL is you know is the holy bible in me or anything. But it's it's just it's just disappointing that people put it up against a sport where a it's different from, and b it's not going to be. It's you can't. You guys, I, I think I remember hearing you guys when you went down to the states. It's just a different world down there it's a different marketplace and if you're going to compare the two and anyone in our newsroom i've i i love them all and, they, and they're great at i don't packs. <laughs> i do not Shenetti, <laughs> i don't you, like them no <laughs> they're they're awesome you're you, right. you, you roll your eyes at them you're just like come on dude it's football like just you know and it's it's our game just get over it man it's it's you can enjoy it equally and how do they pack it for soccer uh well listen tfc is that's an on that's that's like a holy war, Dano. It's it's you've got TFC fans who they pack it, you know, thirty five thousand, and and don't don't ask them about the Argos because you're going to get them frothing at the mouth and blood red eyes. Yeah, they don't like sharing that building. They don't like sharing that grass. That grass is sacrosanct to them, so they don't uh, they don't quite like when uh, when anybody talks about the CFL. Toolsy and I always share grass. <laughs> Big time. Shooter, thanks for coming on, buddy. Sure. This is awesome, man. It was great chat. Great seeing you on Saturday, too, buddy. Yeah.
Keep keep, keep killing your boys. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, okay. buddy. Shooter Shinetti. Good dude. CFL. Is he an analyst? Insider? Well, I think he, he's, uh, you know, started off as a reporter. He's a sideline reporter. And now, it, yeah, it seems like he has sort of, uh, kind of like Farhan, you know, he's offering some insight, breaking some stories. Shinetti's moving up in the world. And we saw Nail Gun there. Dave Naylor just came out of the pisser. He took a huge dump, came in, shook our hands. Guys, didn't wash. Naylor, good to see you. Great to have you back. We're like, uh, okay. No, that's not what happened. Yeah, we did see him. Said hi, Nail Gun. Yeah, he looks happy. Hey, did you win the 50-50? Oh, I, I actually didn't check. Oh, you might be uh, sitting on some cold, hot cash. I, uh... So let me know, Argos, if I won. <laughs> what I did want to say, my wife pointed out something. My about, wife. Uh, my wife. Do we have that, that uh, drop? My wife. Um, I don't know if we do have that. Oh, yeah, there it is. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, she pointed out something, Dan, I said last week. I, I just want to make, I never do this, but I want to make sure this is very clear. Because we brought up Dave Naylor, who used to do the morning show with Michael Landsberg. He has just left. Kristoff. Uh, working on that show correct now i said "Ugh, landsberg i was joking but she thought that came across like she was like i thought you like yeah i got a lot of emails about that i said yeah five years not like landsberg at all No, we've been friends forever oh okay i got it wrong yeah no so i just want to just first of all apologize to michael landsberg one of the original five on-air faces of tsn you may remember one was jim van horn one was michael landsberg one was chris berman another was Teresa cruz and and nolton nash and nolton nash was the fifth and those five on-air talents made this network what it is to this day, the number one sports network in the world. So there you go. Sorry, Michael. He also drinks five-hour energy drink every morning. Is that good for you? Yeah, it's full of vitamins. Yeah, that's what he says. I don't know. He's Come like, on, be fun. He's like, no, I Michael Lightsburg. Uh Every morning at six, <laughs> I drink five-hour energy drink. I'm like Jesus. And then he said one day he had nine cavities once. What the hell is he oh. doing? No enamel. All <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, Noah, no enamel, Landsberg. You know who's going to be happy about that? My wife. Okay, good. Thank you. Stove <laughs> uh, top stuffing's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty easy to make too. It's stuffing talk. We're stuffing. What's in there? It's just bread and just bread and spices, spices and maybe uh, I don't know what else. Like my my mother in law made it for us this weekend, and she put uh, sausage in. And it was delicious with sausage. I don't like it. Has changed make, my life. It changed my life. A don't like bit to mix stuffing. my meat. What do you mean? It's bread, and you're not mis- mixing meat. It's going. It's eating it with the turkey. Oh, okay. So you don't want meat mixing. Well, it's like we we said about the cranberry sauce. I don't want fruit meat. I don't want meat fruit. No. Did you have uh, creamy mushed potatoes? Yeah. Oh, yeah, those oh. are good. Yeah. We had some grav. And I, and our pumpkin pie was made by an old man. Okay. I went to a farmer's wanna... market on Thanksgiving morning. You want to talk and, to us uh, about I, I didn't. I didn't know if he was going to last it for the entire transfer of the pie to me and money to him. I thought he was going to be a gunner. Did he touch you? No, he was just... Uh, Come on, was, it'll be fun. He was just really, really old. <laughs> And he was selling it literally out of the back of his truck. Okay. <laughs> Are you okay? Uh, it was really yummy. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Rubio Tool crushed that pie. Yeah, I bet she did. Oh, you yeah. know what? I love. But is pumpkin pie the best pie? Yeah. It might be the best pie. Oh, Christoph, not sure about that. Christoph, your thoughts? I'm not a big pumpkin uh, guy. Oh, okay. so what's your favorite pie? Probably go with apple. Okay. Apple is good. Depends on the thickness of the slices. I like blueberry. You know who made uh, our pie? My wife. <laughs> no, it's another underrated dessert. Okay. Uh, what? Creme brulee. I don't know if it's underrated. It's delicious. Well, you can't I make it. It's rated perfectly. Well, you can't make it at home. Well, you could, but it'd take a while, seems right? A, seems a little labor-intensive. Yeah, it's just one of those ones you don't get very often. Well, as, uh, as creme brulee... Would you say creme brulee has... Uh, it has changed my life. I, it seems, sounds like it. Yeah, I have found a restaurant that makes unbelievable creme brulee. You go there uh, pretty much before work every night, it seems, and you get the curry and once the creme brulee. Week. Once a week. I okay, go once a week. So I, I exaggerated slightly. And they have a different creme brulee flavor every time. This last one was with chai tea, and it tasted just like pumpkin pie. All right, so that's been creme brulee talk <laughs> on the J&N Podcast, brought to you by our sponsor, Coors Light, which Dan enjoyed in abundance with his turkey. Nah, it doesn't really go with turkey. And I didn't feel like red wine, so I just... And plus, we were too busy playing road hockey, firing pucks off Ruby's so head. So you were, you were uh, crushing bevies? Like, I was crushing a lot of red wine. A lot. Nah, it's too... Well, I had to make so the make, meal, and I had to play... Sleepy. I had to get into the hockey game, I had to go down the slide, we had to go to the park, too much going on. Why didn't you get it catered? And you could have uh, just got, got bombed. No. <laughs> Why not? Plus, I left everything till that morning. <laughs> well, that's I, that's fine. I don't think it's anything. I, like I, that. It was a fingers crossed. Showed up at the grocery store, and I said, "If this turkey's frozen, I'm." <laughs> <laughs> but no, nope, it wasn't. It was. <laughs> They've got to have a few straggler turkeys there. Yeah, a couple of couple of turkeys that are just like. <laughs> yeah. I'm half turkey. Half mutant, eat me for Thanksgiving. Twenty minutes a pound. <laughs> if you're cooking a turkey, twenty minutes a pound at three fifty. That's it. That's exactly what we did. But oh wait a minute. Yeah, exactly. God, that barbecue worked so goddamn good. I couldn't believe it. How was the skin? Crispy? Yeah, pretty crispy. Oh, yeah. crispy skin. So good. Yeah, it was. Uh, I gotta say, we're never going back. <laughs> Hey, engineer Jim. Never going back to what? The oven. The oven. Yeah, we'll stay on that barbecue all for all the holidays. Engineer Jim, it was not uh, Canadian Thanksgiving in America, but how do you cook your turkey come American Thanksgiving? We actually do a Jack Daniel glazed turkey. Oh, oh right. You told us that you were supposed to get us the uh, recipe, but you've withheld it. I will definitely send you the recipe. I apologize for that. No, no, no need to. No need to apologize. No, on Columbus Day, because it's Columbus Day in the States, what happens? Do we <laughs> do we do anything? Do we celebrate uh, Christopher Columbus? And uh, I drink. Yeah. But I drink every day. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you might as well keep it consistent. <laughs> Did, were you off today? Uh, no, I... I I was in at 6 a.m. today oh, wow. uh, to do uh, the Red Sox-Houston game, and I stuck around and got uh, the Yankees game on the air, and then um, I headed out. Yeah, because Monday, plethora of baseball, so yeah, you were super yeah. busy. You were busy. I'm sorry about your Red Sox, Jim. No, thanks, yeah. Um, I just... 
That's a tough they team they have, faced. Man, Houston's got some bats. Yeah, they man. look Those good. Guys, yeah. Yeah, they look good. And so, Verlander, and, brilliant uh, acquisition. Verlander late late in the season. That was so yeah, smart. that was a good good pickup for them. And uh, man, I'll tell you what, the Yankees right now are are shelling Cleveland. Is that right? Eh? Yeah, it's, I think it's uh, four zip, and they got uh, two guys on and bottom of the how's how's your new crew there no more pete rose so they brought in uh, david ortiz keith hernandez is there now yeah, yeah. You've, uh, uh, you've got frank thomas I still i mean i miss pete i love pete but i mean david ortiz for me oh my god this must be very fun for you having poppy yeah. there yeah as a matter of fact yesterday was a lot of fun uh you know we were doing the the NFL on Fox show, and we had uh, Terry Bradshaw there, and and uh, of course, you know, Strahan and Howie Long and uh, Jimmy Johnson, everybody. And on top of that, we had uh, A-Rod, David Ortiz, Keith Hernandez, and the Big Hurt all in the same room together. It was pretty... It was, That's know, a who's who. That's a murderer's man. row. But then didn't you also, Jim, uh, didn't Larry David also show up? Because they said it, like, yeah. he and Keith Hernandez yeah. had their... They reunited. Something happened that changed us in a very deep and profound way from that day forward. It wasn't. It spit on us. After that amazing... Yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> Keith Hernandez exactly right. spitting episode of Seinfeld. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, Larry David was there too. Yeah, it was it was quite quite a day over there. So that's for sure. Um, Dan, did you watch last night's Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yet? I did watch it. Like it's amazing to watch Curb Your Enthusiasm now, Jim, because all all we do now while we're watching it is say, "Oh, there's the Ritz Carlton Marina Del Rey," or. Uh, there's the street right down from uh, Shutters on the Beach. Uh, they did a scene there when when he saw Mary Steenburgen go by with the guy who looked like him. That was oh, right yeah. by Shutters, right by Cha Cha Chicken. Yeah. Oh my God! Uh, brings me back. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true though. Can, can we discuss this uh, pickle jar opening thing? That is a hundred percent true. So if you haven't seen the episode. Um, one of the plot lines involves the fact that if someone's trying to open a pickle jar or any jar, and there's a bunch of guys in the room, they'll all like be like, "No, no, let me let me have a crack at it. No, no, let me have a crack at it." Like everyone wants to be a hero with the pickle jar. I, that was swoop, I swoop in there at the end when it's nice and loose. Right? Yeah, loosen it up, and then you come in at the end. You look like the hero. <laughs> uh, so, so now it's your Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Thank, Thank you, Jim. You. Thank you. And uh, so. I, I heard you guys were talking about barbecue. Is that what you guys do? Or are you feasting on turkey? What are you guys doing? It's all the same stuff. All the same, you know, fixings. It's the turkey. It's the stuffing. It's the mashed potatoes. Yeah. It's the gravy, etc. It's the pumpkin pie. It's all the same stuff. But uh, this year, I cooked my turkey on the barbecue, and it turned out brilliantly. Like, it really oh, worked well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Did you put, like, uh, did you put any sort of, like, mesquite? chips in there and no no like no that. no uh, but i uh, but i left all all the prep to my wife and i just threw it on there and then shut the nice. lid and then two hours later i came back and it wasn't burned and it was delicious oh <laughs> nice 
So that's how it turned Very out. Nice. So try that with the Jack Daniels uh, this November for USA Thanksgiving. I definitely want. I've been wanting to do it for a long time to try it on uh, on the grill, and my wife keeps telling me I'll just burn it, which I probably will. Now indirect, indirect heat. That's the key. Indirect heat, and you're yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, Jim, I have a six degrees uh, for you. I don't know if we've done this band before, but I was uh, cranking them today at the house. Uh, we're going back in time a little bit. Uh, again, if you haven't uh, listened to the podcast before, we uh, we grill our award-winning engineer, Engineer Jim, to see if he has a connection to a band. And today's band, Marshall Tucker Band. Rockabilly. Yes. yes. There we go. Yeah. I, I, I have a connection to them, actually, through uh, Leonard Skinner. And through the Almond Brothers, wow. and uh, how I'm how my connection is, uh, Ricky Medlock, who is in Leonard Skinner currently, um, he is one of the guitar players. He actually was one of the original guitar players in the band, like in like their first incarnation. Okay. And when they were about to do a record deal or whatever, uh, I want to say he left and did a record, I believe it was with Mountain and uh, Leslie West and Blackfoot. No, it was with Blackfoot, excuse me. And so, and that was his band. And uh, in the meantime, Ricky was like best buddies with those guys in Marshall Tucker Band. Wow, so you have and, a deep connection. Hmm. Yes, deep connection. And uh, uh, as far as the Allman Brothers are concerned, uh, those guys, uh, Marshall Tucker and the Almonds, were always very close, you know, the whole Southern Rock connection and all that stuff. And, uh, um, you know... Uh, <clears throat> Word is on the street was, you know, the the guy that nobody wanted to ever get in a brawl with was, uh, you know, uh, Ronnie Van Zant, the singer from uh, Leonard Skinnerd, and no one ever wanted to get in a brawl with uh, Dickie Betts, the guitar player in um, the Allman Brothers. But the word was that both of those guys... Uh, those two guys never wanted to get in a brawl with Toy Caldwell from uh, Marshall Tucker Band because he was the baddest ass of all of them. Wow, so, <laughs> that's an awesome yeah. story. I love yeah. that. And uh, and so yeah, so through all those guys are all you know all good buddies. They're all friends. They've all known each other for years. I love seeing the albums and you you see the picture of the band. You're like, how did anyone make any money? There's like 38 members. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, the cool thing about those artists back then, the record companies took time to let them develop and get a catalog. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, okay, you know, so they get a cool song on the first record, and, you know, they kind of develop their sound, and, you know, you get three or four records in, and now they have a catalog, and they have all these great songs and all that stuff. It's a lot harder to do that nowadays, you know. I mean, the record business has changed so much. But but do you think, too, uh, Jim, that has something to do with the fact that 
they put out so many more records back then. Like, I look at Elton John's early 70s run. He's putting out, like, two records a year from 69 to 74. Like, he, they're just putting out so much music that he has a chance yeah. to maybe have, you know, a couple singles on each record, and maybe some records are better than others. But like you said, the record companies are patient because he's just putting out music, and it's selling. Maybe that's the problem. Nobody's buying it anymore, so no one lets him put out yeah, that much music. Yeah, it's such a different thing, and, you know, uh, somebody was telling me, I, I didn't realize this the other day, but somebody was telling me, like, you know, uh, with the digital downloads or, you know, if you... Uh, you know, I mean, now it seems like everybody's streaming it, but like if you were to download, say, you know, uh, whoever, uh, um, <clears throat> you know, pick a band. Uh, Miley anyone, Cyrus. Miley Cyrus releases a record and she has a single, and, you know, not, you know, maybe 200,000 people download the record, but. Five million people download the single. That like ten downloads of the single equals one record sale, and so they'll credit the record. I don't know if this is true. This is what somebody was telling me uh, that they'll actually credit it as a record sale. Hmm. So for, for ten like downloads 10 of the same downloads song, downloads of the single, hmm. they're like, yeah, we sold another record. That's interesting. Kind of like, well, really? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It's tough. Now. I, don't I don't know how anyone, any bands make money now. It's like, I mean, other than the big, it's all big touring. Ones. That's how they make money. If uh, if they can go out and tour and find a way to tour without breaking the bank, you know, and they have to be real smart about that, you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. not be crazy extravagant and find the right venues and book them on the right nights and get the robbing of the tour the right way and there's a way to do it and uh they get out there and make money they they could do very well for themselves you know well we got to work on our tour our podcast tour sponsored by Coors yeah. Light on the Coors Light train on the Coors Light Silver Bullet train uh we'll be there and Coors will be footing the bill so we won't worry about that expenses <laughs> side of things and we'll just take I, that sweet I, cash from the gate honest, honestly i think it's a money making proposition you guys are so loved so many people would love to see you out there doing it and if i could just be a small part of it oh. you're driving the train jim you're an engineer yeah now we're talking yeah yeah you're driving that <laughs> thing doesn't matter <laughs> if you don't know where the brakes are <laughs> jim thanks buddy uh, thanks guys happy thanksgiving and ha- Thank happy columbus day my friend Oh, thank you. Thanks. Take That's care, guys. Bye-bye. Award-winning engineer, Engineer Jim. Yeah, Columbus Day. I don't know if you follow on Twitter. A lot of people don't really want to call it Columbus Day anymore because of, uh, yeah, he uh, he wasn't a very nice guy. No. Nope. Just the killings and, and all that. He just, And he kind of just stumbled upon the land. Wasn't he stuck out at sea? Yeah, I think there, it, it's, sort of, it's sort of a consensus that he, he wasn't the guy who discovered America. Right. He just... She just claimed it first. Yeah. Come on, it'll be fun. Yeah, I don't know. I It's like someone coming to your house and, so and kicking you, ch- you out and saying, Hey, I found yeah, this place. I found this place. And so who do you uh who do you replace him with? Who do you pl- what do you replace Columbus Day with? How about 
Miley Cyrus Day. Miley Cyrus, pretty good interview. I've been listening to a lot of Stern, and she was on last week. Pretty uh, forthcoming. She uh, She's off the weed. Is she off the ganj? She's off she the was weed. like heavily into the ganj. Oh, yeah. She was smoking, she said, like from the moment she got up to the moment she went to bed. Yeah. And what uh, got her off of it? She just wanted to be clear-headed for her new album. Right, right. Is it good? Nah. Nah, that probably didn't, garbage I didn't still. To yeah, that back on the weed for you, Miley. <laughs> yeah. All but right. She, but she did admit, she said, uh, I later found out in life that when my dad said he was going down to the studio, it meant he was going down to smoke weed. Oh, that's, well, hmm. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of kids learn that about their parents. Not necessarily a studio, but a... A basement. Just going down to fix the basement. Go and fix the furnace again, guys. <laughs> Daddy, the furnace breaks down every night. What? Don't you want to be warm? Shut up. You want it? You want heat or not? <laughs> Just stay up here. Daddy, that skunk's back again. Yeah, he, we. Daddy liked the skunk. <laughs> Daddy friends with the skunk. Speaking of skunks, it's the summer of the skunk. They're yeah, everywhere. They are everywhere. I agree with you. They're all around this lot, the CTV Palatial Studio lot. Um, they're around my house, and they're around Toronto. Do I they get along with the raccoons? Are they buds? I I don't think so. Is anyone uh-huh. like the raccoons? Raccoons are f- awful. When does Netflix bring it back the next? Yeah, the raccoons. the raccoons, an updated version of the raccoons. Well, why don't we pitch it to them? They got half a billion dollars to spend up here. I'm pretty sure they're knee deep in pitches right now. Yeah, they're like, hi, we're Jay and Dan. Uh, <laughs> here's our pitch. Oh, let me guess, a remake of the raccoons. We just had seven. Pitches for a remake of the Rackets. No, no. Get the f- out of here. Littlest Hobo. Yeah, we had seven of those. No, we had those two. What are you going to do? The Beachcombers. The one now, huh? You gonna buy, how about the Edison Twins? You're going to do the Edison Twins? Great. Danger we have actual bag? twins in here pitching the Edison Twins. We're not doing it. By the way, are you allowed to pitch other people's ideas that have already been on TV? <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to do that. Uh, um, can we do TV Theme Vault? We have one. Do you want to guess this one, Toolsy? Okay, ready? Okay. This is the, the speaker. <laughs> kind of this good. is Jim Rockford. At the tone, leave your name and message. Kind of I'll get back away to there. you. You're full of bullshit, my friend. I will sue you for everything you have. I will sue your ass. Rockford Files? Yes. I never watched it. Don't have a clue who was in it, what it was about. Uh, James Garner. Legend, uh, played Jim Rockford, Private Eye, drove a cool car, and it was the 70s, so all you really need to do is drive a cool car, and that's your show. There's your show. And he lived on the beach in Malibu, I think, in a trailer. That was the gimmick. And he was just charming. Rockford Files. Great show. Okay, getting back to Great music. Great theme. Listen to this. Oh, break it down. Okay, getting back to that uh, phone ringing off the top. So we have a rotary <laughs> phone at our house, and I only have it because it's like, they're like, you get a home phone for five bucks, and I'm like, okay, it'll be neat for the kids. We work for Bell. Here's an announcement to Bell. <laughs> you don't need to call me three times a week to see if everything's okay. They called me 6 o'clock Thanksgiving Sunday to see if all my services were okay. Hey, they're just trying to provide great service. Bell. Making it better. The only time that phone rings, I say, well, it's Bell again. <laughs> Bell is the only one that calls that phone. Maybe they don't want anyone to have home phones anymore. And so the people who f- still have them, they're just calling them incessantly so that they 
they give up their home phone. I told the guy, I said, hey, I know it's not your problem. You got your job to do. But if something goes wrong, how about I call you? I will call you. You don't need to call me. And he's like, well, so I'm like, I've got to go eat. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, you ruined that guy's Thanksgiving, didn't you? <laughs> How's your day, Jim? <laughs> it was pretty rough. <laughs> Tried to call a guy, see if uh, his services were all right. Thought it was a nice thing to do. <laughs> Told me to off. No, I didn't me go say that. Or eat my turkey. I was trying said. to save him the, the next phone call, which I'll get tomorrow. Oh, you should record these phone calls on your rotary phone. I will. I will uh, record it with my iPhone. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is a fun podcast. I had a good time. Uh, a good time. When are we moving to the other studio? Never. Okay. Never. We've given up on those plans? Absolutely. Right. Hey, if we move to the other studio, then... Uh, then Ben Teller will never be able to call us again. Hi, Dan. Because <laughs> he only knows this number. Okay. <laughs> Good. So we'll move next week. <laughs> oh, man. This is fun. Thanks for uh, listening. Oh, yeah. We got one more thing. Oh, I for- almost forgot. And Christoph worked really hard on this. I'm so sorry, Christoph. Uh, hey, by the way, so- we should mention. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You can't see this. You mentioned, uh, you meant Mike. Yes, the Argos game. I did. I met Mike with the tiny pee hole. Yeah. What a terrific guy. And in such good spirits for having small <laughs> pee pee hole. Really yeah. good dude. Really good dude. I mean, that's he's a testament. No matter how life gets you down, your pee hole is probably not shrinking. And Mike's a good guy about it, so you should be too. Does he still have the tube in? Yeah. Did you ask, ask him? That, ask that again. Does he still have the tube in? I don't really ask him on a daily I basis. I didn't ask him about Maybe that. Maybe I should get updates, like Bell gets updates from me, and I call him like three times or a week. Or have him call us and be like, Dan, my penis is still fine. Or Dan, my penis still has a small okay, hole. Okay, we'll, we'll call Mike next week to get a penis update. That would be good. That would be good. Okay. Why not, eh? So here's what we're going to do. Dan, remember last week I said uh, Invictus Games, terrific event. Prince Harry uh, put it, puts it all together. Mm-hmm. But... For mm-hmm. three weeks before the games, there were promos running on CTV. I only heard them. I didn't see them. And I swore that it was Gordon Ramsay doing them. Turns out it was Prince Harry doing them. So I said, well, Prince Harry and Gordon Ramsay must sound like each other. So Christoph has clipped off a few clips of Prince Harry, a few of Gordon Ramsay. You're going to have to see if you can tell which is which. Are you ready? I'm ready. And I'm going to have to do it, too, because I, I haven't heard these either. Here we go. Harry? Hello, Toronto. Bonsoir, Canada. Or Ramsay? yourself. No. But it is a case of, right, if we move on, then more responsibilities come. That was Harry. That was Harry, right? Yes. Okay. Um, it's been fantastic. More than I could have ever hoped for. Um, finally glad to, to have got here. I can't believe it's taken me 30 years. Holy That's... Is that Gordon, Gordon Ramsay? Ramsay? Frick. Um, no, I didn't really, to be honest. Um, I think, for me, the most important thing um, is keeping it a huge uh, platform for these individuals. That's Gordon Ramsay, I think. That's Harry. Is it? Oh, it was Gordon Ramsay? Jeez. Wow. This is hard, right? Love it. In fact, I'm going to my first Super Bowl on Sunday. I can't wait. Yeah, there, that's, that's Gordon. Because we saw him at the Super Bowl last year. He was getting bombed. Of course, I'd love to have kids right now, but... Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a process that one has to go through. And, you know, Sex? It's great fun. <laughs> That's got to be Harry. Harry? Because Ramsey's got a bunch of kids, I think. He's got like four kids. Harry. And that's how I look at it. And, you know, it, it, it works, but we have our moments. Harry? Jeez. Oh. Wow. They are very that similar. That was good. That was good. 
I was a fun game. Harry or Ramsey? Harry? Hello, Toronto. Bonsoir, Canada. Or Ramsey? F*** yourself. No. That was the name of that game. Christoph, thank you for putting it together. I'm sorry I didn't sell it as well as I should have. But I enjoyed it. Great work. Does Prince Harry understand how children are conceived? <laughs> they don't... They don't talk about the birds and the bees in that uh, Somebody palace. needs to talk to that Meghan Markle. Where's the queen lately? I haven't seen her in a while. Dead. Shh, you can't say that. That's like blasphemy. Re- <laughs> <laughs> you may get kicked out of Canada. Oh, by golly, Jesus. Uh, blasphemy. So, good luck. I think she's fine. The queen mother's still alive, right? Or is she dead? Queen mum dead? Queen mum dead. Yeah. Queen mum Queen mum dead. Bye-bye, queen mum. Who takes over after uh, the Queen passes? It's supposed to be Charles, right? But maybe he abdicates or something and says, uh, hey, uh, I'm not that popular. We I hope, need, I hope need history to... professors listen to our show. So far, we've talked about Christopher Columbus. <laughs> we've talked about uh, former prime ministers, how they, they were elected. Uh, and yeah, now the throwing Queen. Throwing their hats into rings. Yeah. People yeah, are going to listen to this and say, what's wrong with the Canadian education system? Did either you guys take <laughs> social studies? <laughs> it has changed my life. Oh, I hear you, Hayes. I hear you. Yeah, the kids come home from school now, and they're like spouting off info. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah, I could have told you that. You just yeah. didn't ask. How does our government work? Well, <laughs> it's pretty simple. <laughs> it's bedtime. Dad, yeah. it's three in the afternoon. Night, night. <laughs> Daddy's heading down to fix the furnace again. You kids go to bed. <laughs> Why not, eh? Damn skunks. <laughs> Uh, okay, we'll talk to you next okay, week. See you guys. Bye. They're going home.
This is the Jay and Dan Podcast, presented by Coors Light. 